What do you think? How'd I look? You, you look, I, I don't even know what to say, Dusty. Uh, <laughs> you look amazing. I, I don't think I've ever seen you, you know. Uh, Pretty sharp, huh? Yeah, it's to die for. Did somebody die? Huh? Oh, no, no, I ain't going to no funeral. Oh. <laughs> At least I hope not. <laughs> I got a date. You do? Yeah. Well, that's great. Who's the lucky girl? You know, Missy Mullins, a little librarian. You've got a date with Missy Mullins? That is great. Yep. She's a real big fan of that uh, fancy schmancy stuff. So we're doing a nice evening at the theater. Really? Where are you going? Um, the Pungo Dinner Theater to see the musical The Merchant of Venice. Oh, you mean the opera? No, no, it ain't no opera. I don't like opera. I don't get that. They all talk funny, and then somebody gets stabbed, and instead of bleeding, they sing. No, no, I don't don't like that. We're going to the Pungo Dinner Theater. Really? Yeah. To see The Merchant of Venice. The musical. The musical. The musical. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) It sounds like dinner theater at its best. told her a joke about five minutes ago and she just got it boy that must have been a funny one <laughs> well listen i gotta get going i don't want to miss the curtain you know what i'm okay, saying okay good luck pal you, you look amazing thanks doc you're a real bud <laughs> doctor you just got an email i printed it out for you oh is it fan mail oh read it out loud so we all can hear it uh-huh the national council on psychic research has officially declared this to be true The experience of sitting through this entire program officially counts as a near-death experience. Well, gang, I hope things are good at your house. I've got my fingers crossed, see? It's for my old pal Dusty. He's out on a date tonight. I sure hope things are going. Hi, Doc. Well, hi, Dusty. That was a short date. You're back already, huh? Yep. Curtain never went up. Oh, couldn't get anything going, huh? No, Doc. The curtain never went up. <laughs> they, they didn't do the play? What happened? <laughs> well, it's a long story. Well, tell me about it. They was doing a play over at Foley's barn. And seems like somehow they neglected to pay him in advance, or he didn't get his fear something anyway. He uh, shut it down. Curtain never went up. Missy was real disappointed. I mean, real disappointing. Oh, that's too bad. Man, that's too bad. Maybe they can find someplace else to do the show. I don't think so. I mean, who do we know around here that's got a bar and ain't even using? You know. I'll talk to you later, Doc. Uh, inspiration strike. Hey, Doc, Doc, Doc. I, you gotta meet this guy. Look here. I brought a world-famous actor and movie star. This is Edward Lionheart. How do you do, Doctor? The pleasure is all yours, of course. Oh, no autographs. I'm in mourning for my play. You were going to star in that dinner theater show, right? I was going to enlighten the lives of the local populace with my wonderful program, but that cretin pulled the plug and dimmed forever. A wonderful work of art. Ah, The Merchant of Venice, the musical. 
And I don't say forever. I done told you, you can stage the play in my barn. I can have it cleaned up in no time. That's kind of you to say, my poor bumpkin, but uh, I'm afraid it's not to be. Pungo will have to pass on this unique opportunity. Sounds like Pungo's got to pass something. What's, uh, <laughs> what's wrong with doing it at Dusty's? Well, the venue is not the only challenge, Doctor. My beloved cast, it seems, having not been properly compensated, departed for New Jersey. They're doing a show in Hackensack. Ooh, 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 maybe we could recruit some, you know, actors locally. Surely you jest. No, I don't, and, and don't be calling me Shirley. <laughs> My poor dim boy, I cannot continue without the proper Porsche. <gasps> wow! There's a car in this show! I cannot do the Merchant of Venice without the perfect radiance of my co-star. She lightens up the stage. She's the most important part of the cast. Except for myself, of course. I cannot continue because no one can play that role. Doctor, did you mean to leave all of those specimens in the sink? Oh my. Perhaps we can continue after all. Well, gang, it's turning into a strange night here at Mad Blood Manor. Edward Lionpart, the visiting actor, has convinced patients to co-star in his dinner theater show, The Merchant of Venice, the musical, which he's staging over at Dusty's barn. I didn't know my nurse had any acting ambition. He's insisted she'll be perfect for the part. I don't know who he's going to get to play the rest of the players, though. Now by two-headed Janice, nature has... Bring strange fellows in her time. There are a sort of man whose visitors do cream and mantle like a standing pond. <laughs> <laughs> I do know of those, therefore reputed to be wise for saying nothing. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, Brain, can you believe this? My ventures are not in one bottom trusted, nor to one place. Brain? I hold the world but as the world, Graciano. A stage where every man must play a part. And mine is a sad one. Oh my. Oh, Doctor. I should have not agreed to be in this play. Mr. Lionheart appealed to my sense of vanity. Well, Mr. Lionheart seems to know quite a lot about vanity. What are you worried for, though? You're gonna do fine. Are you kidding me? Do you know how long it's been since I've been on roller skates? <sighs> okay, so I'm thinking beans and franks for tonight, if, if that's okay with you for the food part. Whatever, it's unimportant about the food. The play is the thing. You finished the signs, didn't you? Oh, yeah, just like you told me. Up there, your name at the very top in great big bold letters, Edward Lionpants. <laughs> what? You idiot! <laughs> Come on, Eddie, calm down. I'm just kidding you. Chill, brother, chill. <laughs> oh, I can't concentrate with these distractions. Mr. Lionpart, the play you're putting on, is it Shakespeare? Of course it is. I just don't remember anybody on roller skates. The play we're performing is The Merchant of Venice by Fred Shakespeare. 
He, he's a resident of Venice, California. And the play is about some of the local population. Uh, many of them wear roller skates. So then it's not the classic play. It's based on the classic by Michael Nesmith called Lucy and Ramona and Sunset Sam. <laughs> oh yeah, elephant parts. Posture, my dear, posture, remember your posture. Oh, this is hopeless. And yet, you persevere. I must. We have a famous critic attending the performance tonight, and I shall finally have my revenge. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Is this where the wretched performance is taking place? A lot of people tell me that, yes, but I, I don't think you're talking about me somehow. I have a feeling that you mean the dinner theater of blood. Yes, I must. I'm Malcolm McFowl, the extremely famous theater critic. Of course you are. I'm Dr. Madblood. Yes, you're looking for the Pungo Dinner Theater. It's in that barn right across the way over there. Oh, uh, and what time does the performance start? Uh, actually, I'm not sure what time they're starting. I know some of the performers are making a few last-minute preparations. Um, uh-huh. Are you uh, familiar with Mr. McFowl's work? I mean, uh, Mr. Uh, Lionheart's work? Oh, my, yes. Are you? Yeah. Of course he is. Mr. McFowl has had his way with my efforts on a number of occasions. Let me refresh his memory. Do you want me to hold the... Yeah! Mm -hmm. Okay. McFowl once wrote that Mr. Lionheart is such a wooden actor that you could make a coffee table out of him. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. When I was making films... When I was making films, he said I'd shot so many turkeys, I'd been made an honorary pilgrim. Then when he reviewed my one-man show, he said there were too many people in the cast. <laughs> we... This, this show may suffer from the same problem. Yes, uh, you know, it's a good thing they don't kill people who write bad reviews. Yeah, it is. Know much about theater, Doctor? Uh, no, not really. My Uncle Polonius once got thrown out of a mime show for having a seizure. They thought he was heckling them. Oh, Malcolm, it's so good you could make the performance tonight. Yes, <laughs> we've got something planned for you in your honor. Come with me. We have a special seat picked out just for you. <laughs> You're looking wonderful, by the way. Except I think your head is getting too big for your hair. Well, Doc, I think we're all set to go. You gonna come over and watch the show? Yeah, I'll slip over there a little later and take a look. I'm still doing, uh, you know... Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is Missy uh, with you tonight? Oh, yeah, she's a script girl. Yeah, she's so pleased as punch to be involved in the show. And you know what? I think she's going to be just great. Oh, well, good. It, did uh, Mr. Lionheart get the critic seated over there? Well, yeah, um, I don't think they like each other. Let me see now. Uh, what was it? First, Mr. McFowl said he was glad that Mr. Lionheart didn't have to pay taxes on what he thought he was worth. And then Mr. Lionheart said uh, he was sorry that Mr. McFowl had to review plays and movies and such and take his mind off himself. And then Mr. McFowl said that Mr. Lionheart's idea of being unfaithful was looking away from his mirror. Ooh, I don't think they like one another. Oh, well. 
Actors and critics seldom do, pal. I tell you, did uh, Mr. McPowell get a good seat? Oh, yeah, he's gonna see real well. He's right down front underneath this great big old pack of lights. They're hanging down from the rafter there. Uh-oh. Well, Dusty, I hope it's a good show, buddy. Break a leg. Do what? Oh, it's a theater expression. It means good luck. Break a leg. Oh, really? Yeah. You mean there's a possibility all them things that Mr. McDowell and Mr. Lampard were saying about one another might be nice things? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, pal. Well, either way, I got to get going. Break an arm! <laughs> Thanks, Dusty. Well, gang, the dinner theater show's already started. I snuck over to take a look. I hope it's going okay. When he is best, he is a little better than a man. And when he is worst, he is little better than a beast. <laughs> How far a little candle shines his beams. So is a good deed in a naughty world. on his very absence. <laughs> but love is blind, and lovers cannot see the follies that themselves commit. <laughs> we had a near tragedy here tonight. <laughs> No, I don't mean your all's play. I'm talking about when that light fell on Mr. McFowl's chair. Lucky he left right after the curtain went up so he could meet his deadline. You two don't look very happy. Well, Mr. run off with Mr. Lion Pants. He's heading to Hackensack, and I'm gonna go home. Good night, Doc. And, oh, break your neck, patience. <laughs> oh, what a terrible audience. Oh, there was all this booing. Oh, now, it wasn't that bad. There was also a lot of cheering. Yeah, they were cheering for the booing. Oh. Playing Shakespeare is really hard. You don't get to sit down unless you're the king. Yeah, it's good to be a king. I thought you did a good job skating through your part. Hmm. Speaking of parts... Oh, ow.